This episode of the Behind the Mask podcast is sponsored by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you know you're getting a real deal. Whether you're looking for a head-turning handbag or a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gym, or sneakers and streetwear that make every step feel fly. Remember that first style piece or luxury item you just had to have? How did it make you feel when you finally got it? These days, to know for sure you're getting the real deal, go straight to eBay. When you're searching, just look for that blue check mark. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. That means when you buy it, you can be confident that it's authenticated by real experts. Why is this the new way to shop? eBay is where you can find rare, limited-run pieces and special colorways you can no longer find in stores. Listen, when you're finally ready to buy that thing you love, you have to make sure you're not going to catch a fake. They're everywhere, and it's real tough to tell the difference for yourself. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, that's easy. So again, look for the blue check mark. That way, when it hits your doorstep, not only do you know it's real, but that feeling you get when you put it on is also for real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Bet you didn't know this. One in eight people have worked at McDonald's. That's right. They went to McDonald's for a job and found so much more that was too good to pass up, like McDonald's online high school program, where over 82,000 people received access to education, and McDonald's archway to opportunity, where many have developed business and entrepreneurial skills. Think about it. With McDonald's, there's a lot of power in one in eight. One in eight have worked at McDonald's, and where you start stays with you. Behind the mask. What's happening, my boy? What's good, family? Another damn paradise. Man, it's, it it's good to be in, sitting amongst you today, dog. Yes, sir. We got yes, we got to toast it up on that, yes, champ. Sir, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Cheers to you, homie. Mm-hmm. Right back at you, bro. We, we like to stay entertained on the weekends, and oh yeah. We finally got the games back over in London, mm-hmm. abroad, right? Three in London and uh, one in Germany. Yeah. I think another one will be in Mexico City. Yeah, yeah. But um, I had a ball, bro. When we went to London as, you know, the team that we were going over there to play Denver. Mm. You were the Niners, I think, right? I was with the Niners. Yeah. And, bro, I had – we had a ball. Yeah. Had a ball. It was really like a culture shock to see all of the people who stayed over there from London, the UK, and mm-hmm. just, you know, you hear the accent. They looking at us. Oh, you have an accent. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was cool. Did you have you ever play over there? Nah, nah. I never went. The first time I went to London uh, is when we covered the, what was it, the Bengals and the, and the Panthers a couple of years ago, season one on Behind the Mask. We went over there, O.C., Yumiura was over there, you know what I'm saying? We went over there. That like, was your first time. First time in London, Big Sap was over there. I ne- we never played uh when I, you know back when I was playing 2009. I think the the league just started going overseas, but in the beginning, the main thing was uh NFL Europe. Right. So that's where the players that uh didn't get a lot of play in time or kind of It was a develop, developmental. Yeah, it needed to develop in the offseason. This is where I describe it. In the offseason, the team would ship you to Europe so you can go over there and work on your game and everything. So I was like, nah, I ain't go. And Hold on. It, you you say you didn't go. Nah, I ain't go. I ain't go. Why? Because it was like, I ain't want to go. <laughs> I was like, you got to figure. I'm, I'm, my first year in the league, I didn't play. 
All right. Turkey in the league, I didn't no, play. I didn't what you talking about? I didn't want to go. I was, I, I legit, I, I recall, yo, after the first year, you hear the stories about guys going to play in NFL Europe. Some guys develop, you know, Kurt Warners and guys like that develop and have great careers. For me, I kind of was like, yo, I ain't never been to Europe. The furthest I've been was the East-West Bowl in, in California. It's out in the, in the Bay Area, somewhere out there. And then I think I went to Bahamas with my family one time to that point. Other than that, I was just in the States. So I really wasn't thinking about going over the pond, across the pond. And then you hear the stories about NFL Europe. God said it was like like NFL jail over there. The living conditions wasn't all of that. The pay wasn't all of that. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of was thinking like, nah, yo, I'm all right, yo. I'll be all right. Just, I promise. I promise this offseason I'm going to work hard so I can get on the field next year. He's cat. Fuck, I ain't going over there, man. So you had so many options of what I, you could do. Listen, listen. The you really didn't. And you nah. tell oh, well, good. You never told them that, but you was just nah, thinking, was thinking if they that. was asking me yeah, to I go, going. I ain't going. Nah, big, big Willie Roche, big bro Wally Williams, they was like, yo, you gonna go to NFL Europe if they ask you to go? I was like, hell no, I ain't going. They said, what you mean you're not going? I said, I'm not going. Little did I know if they had asked me and I didn't go, I probably would be, but be cut. Be cut. And I think you would not I be sitting that. in this that you're sitting in right now. I ain't know all of that. But my divine intervention, you know what I'm saying? My half full mentality. Yeah. I was like, nah, I ain't going over there, man. I'm just going to get in this gym, get right. Sounds like field. a cream black woman just prayed all over <laughs> you the whole time because you're making some <laughs> ignorant decisions. It worked, though. You can't call it ignorant if it worked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got a point. BTM fam, what's good? It's your boy Tuton Reyes. If you like using debit over credit, I just learned about something that's definitely a game changer. Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cash back on everyday purchases which means you can get cash back on tickets for the game, snacks, team merch, or with no fees making this season a total win. Check out eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. But you went over there, you know what I'm saying? We actually had a blast when we went to Europe, though, with London, too, man. Yeah. How was it as a player as opposed to, you know what I'm saying, when we went? Bruh, it was the fun actually started before we even went over there. Mm. I go back vividly, I think of... Um, in the meeting room, I want to say it was summertime. And they were like, look, guys, we've been picked to go to London to play in the international game. And I'm like, what? So I'm seeds. And I, you know, I don't been a few places, yeah. been a lot of places at that point, 10th year in the league, 11th year. And I was like, man, I'm, I'm all in. What's up? So we, uh, so they brought us in the team meeting room and they were like, okay, guys, who has a passport? Okay, check the passports, check the dates. Okay, if you're valid, sit down. If you still don't have a passport, make sure you stay standing up. Man, I sat down, and I, I promise you, bro, it had to be damn near 80% of the team did not have a passport. Yeah, yeah. And it just, I was like, wow. And so, like, it's it's the same thing. It made me realize, like, Andy, these brothers need to get out more. They ain't been nowhere. They ain't nobody been nowhere. <laughs> You know what I mean? So Mike Singletary was our head coach. And I remember, man, like from that point, we played Carolina on that Sunday. As soon as we played the game, we were in Carolina, in Charlotte. We got on the plane, flew straight over across the pond and went to London. And when we got there, you know, we realized it was Monday and we had to get out, move around a little bit. But the accommodations were second to none. The people of London in the U.K., they treated us great. I think a lot of it had to do with us. We were so excited 
Yeah. You know, we realized we were the show going to put on a show. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that was the coolest thing. And when we got there, the 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 thing I really appreciate about Coach Singletary was how he treated us on that London trip. He didn't he didn't put a curfew on us. He allowed us to be men. He talked to us as men for the most part. <laughs> for the and, most part. And uh he was like, no curfew all the way up until like Thursday or Friday. What? Lit. And we had the next day off too. Bro, man, we went out for like three, four straight days in London. I mean, we went to fine dining restaurants. You had a lot of guys who just hadn't it's, yeah. it's culture. It was a culture shock. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we ate at nice restaurants. We realized that we see why we are the leaders, meaning people in the U.S. and, and fast food. Because right. over there, you ain't walking on no corner. You just don't see a fast food restaurant. Yeah. We are king over here. You got McDonald's. BTM fam, what's good? We got some big news from Mickey D's. McDonald's just introduced two sauces for a limited time only, mambo sauce and sweet and spicy jam. If you're a foodie like me, you'll love McDonald's Mambo Sauce on a McCrispy Chicken Sandwich. And yes, before you ask, I still dip my fries in a Mambo Sauce too. McDonald's Sweet and Spicy Jam is Mickey D's first ever breakfast-inspired dipping sauce. And it's perfect for all of y'all with that hot sauce in my bag swag. So what are you waiting on? Hurry and turn up the flavor on your next McDonald's meal. McDonald's Mambo Sauce and Sweet and Spicy Jam are here for a limited time only at participating McDonald's. Oh, oh, we ain't giving no, no shout-outs out here, no, no plugs. There you go, there you go. Yeah. Shout-out to Dan Cathy, though. He does yeah, treat us right. Absolutely. But anyway, bro, like, so then we get a chance to go into one of the bars, bro. And when we go in one of the bars, one of the pubs, that's what they call mm -hmm. the pubs, and I did not realize how much they love fish and chips. It was the food. You know, it was like, okay, so let me get acclimated. What y'all eat over here? Because we, a lot of cats on the team, we going in there looking for, hey, you got some of them lemon pepper wings? What? You must be American. Yeah, you ain't got no wings. And you got cats getting mad at them. Like, come on, dog. You, you entitled right now. You wanted lemon pepper wings? I did want some wings. They ain't have to be lemon pepper, though. That's about as bad as saying anytime we go traveling that I want chicken fingers. No, it's not. It is. It's the same thing. When you in a pub, in a pub, we end up playing darts. They call them dots. We playing dots. <laughs> I want to have me a chicken wing when I'm in there. But Spoiled, man. anyway, dog, the big thing <laughs> about it, bro, was to have the opportunity to fraternize with so many citizens over there, mm. whether or not you're going out to eat some of the most popular dish dishes that they serve. Bangers and mash. You know what bangers and mash is? Nah, pause though. It's a good pause. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's like peas and uh mashed potatoes. Okay, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, bangers and mash. What else? Um, everybody indulged in an afternoon tea. The hotel set it out for us. You know, you have the little uh, what you call the little cookies and crumpets. Yeah, the little crumpets and all of that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, no, it, it was... Why you laughing, man? Yeah, I'm just imagining you eating crumpets. <laughs> what you saying? You you don't think I... Hey, tell your story, man. Go ahead, man. <laughs> anyway, man. But every day we woke up to an English breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was the cool part. And, like, the coolest thing of all time was being able just to live life. And you had priority wherever you decided to go, 
they had a number we let them know and then they make a call and make sure we set up. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I highly encourage anybody, if you haven't traveled, man, you deserve it. Take your ass out of the country <laughs> because you, you just get a different perspective yeah. and you realize how entitled yeah. you know that you are when you're really not trying to be and then it's just it opens you up man yeah, you know different cultures also. yeah different cultures and everything yeah so the only time i've been in london like i said season one we went to um out to london to cover the panthers and the uh the Bengals, and you got to interview coach and luke keekley i think also yeah luke keekley we got a uh interview with oc yumer out there shout out to jay bell too so if y'all haven't seen season one of behind the mask podcast we got a whole whole few interviews out there where we uh went to london and did our thing but one thing i do remember about london traveling out there was the love that we got you know what i'm saying shout out to zeus out there at tate if y'all ain't been to tate when you go to london do yourself a favor go to tate when you out in london please do please go to tate one of the dopest lounges clubs like i just remember we we went out there and, and me you were big sap pulled up on us man we out there and I went a little bit hard, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you and, went way hard. And I was waiting because I was like, yo, when are we going to go? And I'm seeing all the people going in, and you see this door open up. Every time the door opens up, you see the flashing lights and the club, and then the door closing. It's quiet in the lounge part that we were at. And we stand by the bar, and I'm like, when is it going to, when are we going to go over there? You're like, yo, young fella, just chill, just chill. I'm like, yo, but all the people going over there, that's where it looked like the party had. Let's go, let's walk over there. Yo, just chill. And everybody's over here just relaxing, and it felt like the party was just getting away from us, bro. Man, by the time we made it to the other side of that party, I was faded, fried, fricasseed, done. But then that's when the party- Stick a fork in it. But that's when the party started. <laughs> you yes, open that door, did. go in there, go to this section, and it was lit, bro. So yeah, the hospitality was amazing. And definitely, if you ain't travel like Spice said, get off your ass and travel because we had some we had some dope trips, man. And and it's different now, you know what I'm saying? Everybody should have a passport at this point. Players like to travel a little bit more. We actually go a couple of places in uh you know in our old time, you know what I mean? So what were some of the places outside of playing ball that you went to that you liked though? I've really I had another bucket list trip, and that bucket list trip for me, you know, we talk about you know being part of the culture. Mm. there where you are and going to Wimbledon mm. and and bro it I don't know if you ever played at Lambeau Field yeah primetime game but you feel like the historic the the aura that's just floating around that field I feel like I'm here I hear Vince Lombardi over there you know what I'm saying <laughs> like I feel like Bart Starr like he just yeah. his presence just came across me on the field but, bruh, when I tell you how amazing Wimbledon was, you walk on the grounds, you know, you go have an afternoon tea with your little crumpets, get a chance. This pinky is always going to be, this crooked. pinky always going to be crooked. crooked. So it just plays <laughs> right into it when I get ready to go over there. And, bro, it was like the hospitality was on another level yeah. to be able to see, you know, I attended the finals. Mm-hmm. Of the women. Mm-hmm. So, man, I had hopes of going to see Coco Golf. And um, also the owner of the Buffalo Bills, Terry Pagula, his daughter. Mm-hmm. I forgot her first name right now. I'm drawing a blank. But, man, I, I, I got it. I got it in, bro. And so that's another trip, man. Like, 
you get a chance to dress up. I had, no, I didn't have the three-piece on, mm. but I did have on a a nice suit, cream pants. I had the the, the blue double-breasted with the gold buttons. Mm. You know what I'm talking Man, listen, well, I was showing my ass. <laughs> He's lit. Oh, I was, it was all of that. They knew I was in the house. I, I came in there walking. Strutting. Yeah, Clydesdale. <laughs> they already knew what it was. They were like, who is this Negro coming in here? <laughs> I'm him. Yeah. The man, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah. Tough is in your DNA. It drives resilience. Even when they told you that you couldn't, you did what no one else could because you're different from the rest. Every day you work hard to conquer challenges making the impossible happen, and tomorrow you will do it all over again with a truck that's just as tough as you. Explore the best Ford truck for you today at Ford.com. Built Ford Tough. Yeah, man, you got to get it in, man. I had some I had some, some of my more memorable trips. I say the, the most rewarding trip I ever went on was uh, going to Botswana, and I was crazy. We was out there three weeks, went on safaris, helped some schools out there. Uh, taught them the English language and helped build the infrastructure in the school out there called Banabala Sasi, which translates to Sunshine mm, Kids. That's a tongue twister. Yeah, man, it was dope. So uh, Vic Falls, too, went to Zimbabwe at the, on that trip. Then went to Monaco before. Obviously, Monaco, Central Pay. You know what I'm saying? We both went out there. Yeah. That's dope. Couldn't rock this ensemble in there because when you go in the, the hotel, the Monaco, they be like, pantalones, s'il vous plaît. So you ain't know I can speak that, too. That means pants please because you can't go in there with shorts you know what i'm saying you ain't know that bro you don't know you talk about you coaches you don't he, don't, he ain't up on this well shit. since you want to talk about well i ain't know that i'm gonna tell you what i do know what they shouldn't let you in with them hoochie daddy shorts on you got right now <laughs> These ain't hoochie daddy. right now so the audience hey, can man, see I them thighs i'm tired of looking at your thighs hey, man. Can't help. listen bro. pull them down or something bro what you doing <laughs> 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 These ain't hoochie daddy shorts, bro. Man, please pull listen, your. Listen, it's because I'm sitting comfortably. You know what I'm saying? Pause. Like, nah, this ain't this ain't hoochie daddy shorts, man. Relax. We know who rock hoochie daddy shorts on behind the mask. Pop, exactly. That's nah, ain't no lies and lies, bro. This ain't nah. This ain't that kid. Nah, we ain't gonna do that. They like ten inches above your knees, dog. It's how I'm sitting, man. I'm nah, I don't know about that. Now, nah. I don't know about that. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know, but. But I'm just saying. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We not gonna do I'm that. surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised. Like I'm very surprised right now. We not gonna do that. We not gonna do that, man. I had to call. Oh. No lies in the lab. No they in are lies, a little bro. short. They not a little short, Locked bro. It, but they a not little a little bit. short, man. I'm good, I'm good money, yo. Chill out. Like, can I get back to my story? Please go right ahead. Yeah, man. I had to address like I said, that. <laughs> like I said, some dope trips. Uh, with the Saudi Arabia, actually kicked it with the royal family. So that was dope, Princess Rima. Uh, MBS that that was actually very eye opening. Um, Tokyo, Cuba, Turks went to you know some some dope places, man. How was that Cuba trip? Cuba was dope, man. Cuba was amazing. Obviously went out there, uh, went to Rafael Trails Gym. Yep. I got a box and got punched in the eye. Got my eye dotted out there. Shinta did that. But um, other than that, the food was amazing. The culture was amazing. Driving in the old fifty cars from the fifties and sixties was dope. You know what I'm saying? I don't cigars. I don't partake in the cigars, but we actually I did. Yeah, you did. We went to the cigar rolling, and then you got <laughs> speaking of cigars, they allow you to come back to the states with a certain amount of 
cigars, right? Yeah. What happened when you tried to come back to the States, Mr. Cigar Roller, Mr. Cigar Smoker? Tell the people, tell the BTM audience what happened. See, <laughs> what had happened was we were going through Mexico City. Right. Stopped in Mexico City, and they was like, where your cigars? And I was like, oh, they right here. Gave him my back backpack. He also wanted to look at my, you know, my check <laughs> luggage. And so while he was going through it, I'm like, okay, there's no, I only got like six boxes. You ain't supposed to have but three, but go ahead, continue. So he, I'm like, damn, why are you digging through my clothes like that? Then he, he got down to like my dirty drawers. And I was like, <laughs> ain't no way he gonna find them down there. He found the damn cigars. And then he brought his partner over, you know, speaking Spanish. He brought his partner over. He was like, hey, man, can you come to the back with me? I'm like, for what? <laughs> he was like, uh, we, you know, we just want to kind of go through some more stuff. We saw some cigars. I'm like, that's not illegal. What are you, what are we talking about? Well, you're only supposed to have three. Oh, I got three friends out there. Well, they should have been in a bag, and clearly we have it marked over here. Mm-hmm. So, man, they go through, long story short, take my cigars. I beg for them back, <laughs> and they still didn't give them back to me. I was like, man, I'm just trying to go home, man. <laughs> we have paid all that money for these cigars. You over here, basically, you trying to smuggle, bro. Like, man, I I, it's my, for my personal use. <laughs> Try to smuggle contraband from Cuba back to the States. He got jammed up. So the flip side of the story, we all go through customs and we're like, damn, yo, why Takeo taking so long? Because you was literally right behind us in a different line. You know what I'm saying? It took forever. And then all of a sudden you just hear, Will the friends of Takeo Spice please come through the customs? The friends of Takeo Spice. So you hear me like, what? Like, what the hell is this? I'm like, yo, it sound like Takeo. Bro. We had to call the people to make an announcement over the radio, over the uh, the intercom in the airport in Mexico City <laughs> to call you <laughs> so we could find out where you was at because we didn't know you was jammed up in customs, bro. <laughs> Who needs enemies with friends like y'all? Petty I, y'all just don't get, just petty. <laughs> but we had to fire you, bro. I did it to make sure that you were okay because we didn't know what happened. We yeah. you got got. So we had to Tell everybody to kind of meet us by, you know, back by customs, yo. We ain't know you got jammed up for smuggling. <laughs> it's my own personal use, sir. Thank you very much. Oh, man. But anyway, I, I got through it. And uh, they let me keep three boxes. Yeah. The other three, they probably smoking on the right. Pr- they sitting <laughs> in somebody's humidor right now. Yeah, man. Season very good. I don't even like thinking about it. But yeah, bro. But that, no, nah, that's. That was my time. That's my story <laughs> in Mexico City for that quick night. Yeah, man. It's good times, though, man. And you know what? Like you said, because the league does, does such a great job at expanding American football globally, it's easy for players to travel now. Just like you said before, 80% of the guys didn't have passports. I didn't have a passport when I first got in the league. You know what I'm saying? So it's only beneficial now for us to go out there, see the world, see the culture, see how other people live. But then, you know, when you're in a communist or socialist country, you got to play by their rules, brother. Yeah. So, don't get jammed up. Definitely don't get jammed you up. You don't go to jail in Mexico. What Martin say? Hell no. Don't nobody want to go to jail in Mexico. <laughs> Negative. Yeah, man. But we here to talk about it now. Facts, facts. So, we highly encourage not just the athletes to travel, yeah. but everybody to travel. 
It's a lot of inspiration out there. Right. You know, give you a different perspective. You won't see everything through a red, white, and blue lens. That's a fact. You know what I mean? The reality of it is, you know, we are afforded a lot of freedom. Yeah. Some other places, it's not like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's eye-opening, man, but it was good. Good times. No doubt. No doubt. We got to catch one of these games too, brother. I'm down. Which one? Don't matter to me. Ain't the Bills going out there? Probably won't get an invite from the Bills. <laughs> he, he the best to play up. <laughs> they already they already played this year. Oh man, it's hope for next year though. <laughs> yeah, no, it is, man. bro. It is what it is, man. It's gonna be what it's gonna be. Yeah. Salute. Salute. Yeah,